0: Well, welcome everyone to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. I hope you're doing well. Well, if you're listening to this the day that it drops, May 14th, that means we have one day left to get in those reviews. Thank you so much for those of you who have already written a review. They have just been pouring in and I am just so Grateful to those of you who've taken the time to write a review of my book. I'm just, I just can't tell you how much that just lights up my soul. Here's one from William G., who says, In order to become better at your craft, you must have excellent instruction given to you in a manner that connects within you. Sari's book. And the info contained within it does this and is invaluable. She delivers the lessons in a manner that are easy to understand and easy to apply as long as you are willing to practice. I have several popular books on my shelf that I use to help with my trial work. Sari's book is right up there in the middle of them. I recommend getting the book and then following the podcast. Good things will happen. Thank you, Sari, for sharing this insight and sharing your gifts. Well, thank you, William, for your... Uh, review. And if you want to have your review uh, read over the podcast, head over to trialguides.com and give me a review. I have a goal, people. I want 100 reviews. We are getting there slowly, but surely we're only three reviews as of this recording from being the highest reviewed book at Trial Guides ever in their history. So I thank you so much for um, honoring my wish. Thank you so much. All right. Well, uh, uh, one more housekeeping thing before we get into today's podcast episode and that is those of you who've been reaching out saying I missed the opening of the H2H crew when are you opening again I hear it's not till October and that is true we are not doing a formal open of the H2H crew until October but if you head over to uh, from hostage to hero.com and sign up for the wait list we may open for just a few days in June but only to those of you on the wait list so if you're dying to get in head over there and you'll get a notification. We'd love to um, have you join the crew. All righty. Well, you know what else May 14th is? May 14th is my last chemo treatment, and I am so excited to be done with this part of my treatment. I then head into surgery in about a month and then uh, five weeks of radiation about a month after surgery and then targeted treatment for a year. (laughs) It's going to be a slog, but this first part will be ending the day that this podcast drops. And it really brings me to the point of the podcast, which is a question that I've been asking myself for the last nearly four months and probably a question that you ask yourself when you are heading into trial or even before then. And that question consists of two words, which is what if. What if has been absolutely overtaking my brain for the last four months. What if I don't get through chemo? I tell you, that has been a big one because chemo has kicked my butt. I've been so glad that I have been able to continue working in the crew and doing this podcast, but I've been pretty much not able to do anything else besides those two things. But what if I, what if I die? What if I don't see my kid grow up? What if I lose all my clients and then we can't afford the payment on our brand new house that we moved back in town for to be closer to treatment? What if, what if, what if? And I know that if you're like most of the trial attorneys that I work with, this is also a question that you have. You know, what if I lose trial? What if I put in all this money and I don't get it back? What if my client doesn't do well on the stand? What if, what if, what if? You know, speaking of the H2H crew, I, I've found that most everyone is there, not for the trial skills, although we do a lot with trial skills. In fact, the whole program is based around learning different ways of communicating at trial and communicating with jurors. But the one thing that kind of runs through, the thread that's that runs through with all the trial attorneys is this sense of fear. And I feel that so many of you are joining the crew Because you're finding that this is the one place that we're dealing with your fear head on. And and what if is a question that definitely invokes the fear, the fear that I have about having this life-threatening disease, the fear that you have with having a, a situation in which you may pour all your energy and time and money into and not get it back or not get the result that you want. So this what if question has the power to absolutely derail us. And I've been thinking about this quite a lot because it's been so overwhelming my brain in the last four months as I kind of navigate through. You know, if you if you go back and you listen to the podcast episode where I talk about how to transition and I talk about how there are three phases of a transition. And you might be surprised that the first phase of a transition is the ending of something. We tend to think it's the beginning of something, but no, every transition, and this comes from the book Transitions by William, I think, Bridges. That would be a perfect last name for a transitions book. <laughs> but um, you can just look up the book Transitions. That's fantastic. It's an old oldie, but a goodie. But he talks about how all transitions begin with an end to something. And then there's this middle phase where you have no idea what the hell's going on because you're kind of rearranging your world. And then the new thing happens. And so I can definitely tell you that the last four months have all been about the middle phase and i'm still in the middle phase. You know what has ended? Well, life as i knew it, quite frankly, ended when i got my diagnosis. I couldn't do any of the things that i had planned for 2020 and and i had to put programs on hold and and rearrange my schedule and we ended up moving. I mean, all of these things ended and now i'm in this middle phase and all i've been doing is asking what if. And so As I was talking to my husband, Kevin, my brilliant, brilliant husband, Kevin, as you'll see why in just a minute, I said, I've got to find a way to stop asking myself, what if? And he said to me, and this just blew my hair back if I had any hair, which I do not. But if I did, it would have been blown back. He said, I don't think you need to stop asking the question. I think you just need to change the question. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, you've been asking, what if I die? What if I don't get to see Elena grow up? What if, what if, what if? What if, he said, you start asking different questions that were what if? What if I live? What if I do get to see Elena grow up? What will life be like after cancer? What will it be like to say I have um, conquered cancer twice because I also have thyroid cancer in addition to breast cancer. What if then? And that's when I realized that we are, at least I am, wired for the bad. We want to, we think somehow the question what if, or whatever question that we use to project into the future and see all the bad things that could potentially happen, that it will somehow prepare us. I know for me growing up in domestic violence that, Surprise was my biggest enemy. I remember being surprised once, and you've all heard the story of my dad kind of clearing the table in the middle of dinner in a rage and not being prepared and reminding myself as a, a child or telling myself as a child, I will never be caught off guard again. I will never be surprised again. Why? Because to me, that meant I was safe. If I, I couldn't control my dad, but at least I could be ready for what was going to happen Next. And you know what? It didn't provide the safety that I wanted it to do. What it ended up doing is creating a very anxious little child. And I got to tell you, an anxious adult as well. And I'm still trying to unravel those patterns. It's a lie. When we tell ourselves that projecting, even if we don't tell ourselves, somehow our saboteur is back there saying, look, this is a good thing to project in the future and, and see all the horrible things that could possibly happen. You'll be prepared in that case. No, you'll just be anxious as fuck like I have been for the last four months. You know, I look at my daughter, Elena, we were just talking today about potentially putting her in some summer things if there's anything open, who knows with COVID going on, and and we were talking to her about you know maybe a camp or something like that, and immediately she was like, oh, that'd be so much fun. I could meet some new friends. I could do these fun things, and I just looked at Kevin. I thought, who is this kid? This is so not me growing up. If it was me as a kid, I'd be thinking, I don't know anybody. What if they don't like me? What if... They make fun of me. What if I miss my parents too much? What there it is again. What if, what if, what if? My daughter on the other hand, because we've been working really hard not to pass this anxiety down to her, is what if I make friends? What if I have fun? What if it's the best experience ever? And the point is when we're constantly asking what if, we at least need to balance out the scales and ask about what all the possibilities are. Look, I know that it's a possibility that I could die. I know that it's a possibility that you could lose trial. No one is suggesting otherwise. But why are we only focusing on the negative side of the what if question? I'm not going to take what if away from you. I'm certainly not going to take it away from myself, right? It's just you don't undo your wiring that easily. But what I am asking you, and by extension myself, to do is to flesh it out and ask the other side, what if you win? What if you get the verdict for your client? What would that be like? What would it be like to actually realize your dreams? You know, just I think a month or so ago, I did a podcast, could be longer, go ahead and look for it, called The Point of Positive Thinking. And I talked about how the point isn't to necessarily affect the outcome or create the outcome that we want. Because sometimes we think positively and we think that's all it takes for us to get the outcome and then we don't get the outcome we want. We go, what was the point of positive thinking? Well, as I said in that podcast episode, the point of pod, or the point of positive thinking is not to change the outcome, but to change your reality. And it's the same thing here. When you think about all the things that could go wrong, what if, what if, what if, I want you to check in and see how that feels. I can tell you in the last four months, it doesn't feel very good to constantly have my brain run over all that terrain. But it feels a lot different, although it's a lot harder to do, to ask yourself what if all the good things that could potentially happen. And I don't know about you, but regardless of how much time I have left, I want to spend that time having the good, positive feelings. And those good, positive feelings come from good, positive thoughts. So I may not continue or stop completely asking myself all the what-if negative stuff. That's just where my brain wants to go and has wanted to go for nearly 49 years come Saturday. But I also want to at least open the door to the possibility that what-if could also be something grand. What if could be something amazing? And I ask that you also allow that possibility in your life, regardless of whether it's trial or anything else. Alrighty. Well, if we don't hit my hundred review request by my birthday, just know that I'm still going to have that goal. So you're never late if you would still give me a review at the podcast at trialguides.com that would be the best gift that i could possibly get from you thank you so much my friends for hanging in here as we learn together as i navigate this this uh new reality in my life and hopefully help you navigate some things that are going on in your life and we will talk very soon thanks for joining me today if you benefited from what we talked about or just want to let me know you enjoy the podcast go ahead and leave me a review on whichever platform you use to listen to from hostage to hero Add a comment and I just might give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. In the meantime, head over to to FromHostageToHero.com to order your copy of my book, From Hostage to Hero, Captivate the Jury by Setting Them Free. And to get on my mailing list, I send out trial tips and encouragement right to your inbox every single week. And while you're there, make sure you join the wait list to become an H2H crew member when we reopen. We only open a few times each year and you do not want to miss out. I look forward to our time together in next week's episode. Talk then.